When it comes to the long-term viability and sustainability of your fitness studio, one of the most important decisions you'll make is how to price your services. Now, as a studio business consultant of nearly 10 years and a former Pilates teacher, pricing is a topic that comes up with pretty much every studio owner that I work with. And what we all know, and perhaps you've discovered too, is that pricing is a bit of an art and a bit of a science for for every business, really. Making it a bit of a tricky challenge to take on and getting it right isn't always easy. And to complicate matters even more, many studio owners actually end up undervaluing or devaluing their services, which can have real and long-term devastating impacts to their profitability, revenue, and overall business sustainability. But I'm here to let you know that you don't have to worry about that because you are here and I today, I'm going to share with you uh, a few different ways to make sure that you can really get your pricing right and that your pricing truly reflects the value that you bring your clients. And that is what I'm talking about here today. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I have to say thank you so much for joining me here today. I love to hear all of your feedback um, about all of the different topics that we talk about here on the Pilates Business Podcast. And I always find that um, pricing is a big topic. Pricing is a topic that comes up over and over again, and it's not something truly that you can look at once and then forget about as much as we might like to do that. You know, I really do encourage my studio owners to revisit their pricing on a very regular basis. And it's something that we talk about a lot inside of Thrive, my group coaching program for boutique fitness studio owners. Um, And we talk about it on for every level, whether it's you are price increasing, whether you are running promotions, uh, your intro offer, there's so many different places that your pricing comes into play. Um, And there's lots of different ways to structure your pricing for your services as well. And you know, like you might hear me say before, uh, there really is no one size fits all way to price your services. There's no one size fits all way to uh, price uh, anything that you do in your business. So it really is a bit of an art and a bit of a science. And today I want to talk about uh, pricing specifically as it relates to the real value of the services that you deliver to your clients. Now, this is something that comes up with almost every one of the hundreds of studio owners that I've worked with over the years. And it's, it can be complicated because there's a lot that goes into play and that comes into play when it comes to, to pricing. And you know, we can look at the data, we can look at the numbers, we can look at margins, right? We can look at competition, we can look at what other people are doing. Um, but also a lot of what drives your pricing in your business, often I've discovered it comes down to uh, mindset and a lot of how you feel about what you do 
and how you value what you do as well. So I'm going to talk a little bit more. I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper into this particular topic and what I really mean by devaluing your services. And, you know, I'm going to share a little bit about how to approach your pricing in a way that is truly more in line with what you do inside of your studio. And this is, you know, there's a lot of sort of going back to basics um, on this. There is not this sort of uh, magical dust that can be sprinkled um, to make your pricing automatically be exactly the right place. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to share a little bit more about what I mean by making sure that your pricing is, is in line and aligned with what you do. So first up, (laughs) let's tackle the elephant in the room. And what I mean by that is that there is a lot of stuff I would say that comes up when we come to talking about pricing and money in general inside of your business. And I'm not all woo woo and I'm certainly not a money mindset coach by any standard at all, but I have to acknowledge and share with you and bring to your awareness, perhaps, that this is something that comes up for a lot of people. There is a personal factor at play that influences your pricing and the emotional factor that comes into play is an additional sort of layer to that when a business owner is pricing their own services. It's really hard. If you're pricing someone else's services, you're a lot more objective about it. When you're pricing your own thing, what you are teaching and the business that you have built, there's a lot of stuff that comes into play, especially in those early days when you're just starting out. Um, There's just a lot that's happening then and you're a little bit out of your comfort zone and you're being challenged. And you know that doesn't always mean that we are super bold and super bashful with the level uh, that we price ourselves at. You know, and there's also a lot of um, mindset stuff, I'm going to say, um, that goes into thinking about your pricing. And there's a lot that goes into getting comfortable with your pricing. And, and for some people, even talking about pricing with clients is not easy conversations. What I see a lot of times is studio owners and teachers just sort of glossing over the pricing because it's not really something you want to kind of sit on and be in and get comfortable with. And and that often actually leads to um, your clients not feeling 100% comfortable with your pricing either, or you really not being able to sort of stand confidently in front of your clients and let them know that this is absolutely what you charge and this is absolutely the value of what you have to offer. So you know, while starting, when you're starting out, for sure, a lot of these uh, factors, I think, really do come into play more often. I think when you're more established and you've had those conversations time and time again, you become more confident in that. Um, and as you grow, you're able to, you know, develop those skills to talk about what you do and talk about your your pricing. And so you tend to be a bit more confident with 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 your numbers and with your price points. When you're starting out, though, There's a whole host of worries at that point, right? And I I just actually worked with quite a large number of of new studio owners who have just opened their businesses within the last sort of six weeks. And, you know, we talk about pricing. We spend a lot of time working through those price points, not just because we want to get them right from, say, a competitive standpoint, but because I want to make sure that my studio owners are confident in their pricing and that they can represent that pricing and they don't feel like they have to hide it, right? We don't want that at all. So one of the worries you have when you're just starting out is just the same as every business is how do you get new clients, which 
is why when you are just starting out, you know, the temptation to simply undercut your competition or the temptation to simply undercut your competition or to price on the lower side to attract clients is, is, is often very, very strong. And, you know, you don't, people tend to not want to be the most expensive when they're starting out. And, you know, I try to encourage people to avoid being the cheapest option out there. Um, we don't really want that because for a lot of reasons, one of them being just doesn't generally, um, doesn't really generally reflect the value of the services that are delivered in the studio. And nor does it generally bring the right kind of people into your business. If you're just, if your business model is simply to undercut competition and be the lowest price point out there for, you know, small boutique fitness studios, especially if you're doing a lot of one-on-ones, it doesn't often serve you long-term. So it's not usually sustainable to use this as a pricing strategy. And I encourage people to avoid it. And often when we've done the math and we have sat down and looked at the expenses and um, we've looked at the margins, when they get below a certain point, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. And I don't want to see anyone in that position. So what I've seen, honestly, in certain situations, if we ha- if you haven't taken the time to think about your pricing in the right way and really work on that, you know, the science part of it, which is, you know, th- this is this is the expenses we have. Uh, this is how much I want to make. This is how much I need to be able to put aside for the business. Um, and thinking about, you know, your your buckets for those different, you know, elements that will be, you know, make up your outgoings each month. Um, and then knowing what that looks like on a per session basis, you're never going to really be in a point where you're going to know, be able to be confidently pricing your services and knowing it's going to cover all of your expenses and everything that you want it to cover. And I have seen studios um, not understand why they're not making more money or studio owners and teachers um, or or studio owners who are teachers really not, not take home what they should be taking home because they are actually losing money on every single session that they have. They're not actually paying themselves at all. So if you are devaluing your services and you are trying to price yourself to a place where you are just going to be the cheapest because you want to be the cheapest so that you get people coming in, then what you're also doing is you're at risk of actually attracting clients who simply want the lowest price, who not who don't want those amazing outcomes and results and benefits of the services that you provide, that you've invested all of that money and time and energy in developing your skills and and getting all that amazing training and continued education. We know there's so much to that. And if you're not pricing yourself in a way that reflects all of that, um, then you're really not doing yourself um, such, you know, perhaps such a good thing for yourself, right? Now, long-term low pricing can be hard to move away from. So if you are in a position where you've been a lower end at the lower end of sort of the range, perhaps in your local area, um, it's quite hard to um, undo being in that place because what you do ultimately is you end up attracting people who are looking for a particular price point, which is okay. That's absolutely fine. And if you're able to make a profit and a living off of that, that's great. but if you're not able to um, support yourself at that price point, then it can be a challenge to get out of that price point. Does that make sense? Because you have got people who are coming to you who may not be able to continue to be your client if you raise your prices, right? 
So you don't really want to lock yourself into a position in your marketplace, in your local community of, you know, where you do what you do that you can't get out of later where you're perhaps you're like the Walmart of the boutique fitness world. Um, because that's why people come to you. You don't really want, and I'm, I really do not like this when I, when, when I, when I, um, speak to, you know, this is one of those things that I kind of, you know, really stand by is I don't want people to choose you because of price. I want people to choose your business and choose your studio because of the amazing benefits and outcomes and results and the experience that you give them inside of your studio, right? It's not just about the price. So we want to attract clients into your business that are ideal for you and your business. And in the long run, um, those clients uh, are hopefully not just looking for the best deal. They're also looking for an incredibly valuable experience for them that they feel that they are getting and the experience that they want, that they're getting the outcomes they want and they're getting the, the results they're looking for. And they feel like they're feeling good about the decision. Okay. And that's when you know you've priced your services about at the, about the right place. So if pricing your services just to be lower than the rest is not the right strategy, then I know you're wondering, okay, so what is the right strategy? Well, it comes down to knowing your numbers. And I know that that might not be something that makes you super excited and jump for joy. Um, but knowing your numbers is one part of the equation. And the other part is knowing your value, right? It's part science, like I've already talked about, and part art. Let me explain a little bit more. So as a studio owner, you will want to get comfortable with numbers. This is something that time and time again, if you're someone who avoids numbers, you really can't, you really don't know what's happening um, under the hood inside of your business. Those numbers give you the hard data that you need to know what's happening inside of your business. And there are numbers that you have to consider when it comes to your pricing. You have to cover your costs and account for your profit margin. And if you don't know what your profit margin is, let's talk because this is definitely something I want to show you how to figure out. This is really important that you know what your profit margin is. Once you know your expenses and the cost of delivering your services, you kind of have that break-even price point. And this is the science part of the pricing equation right? This is where you absolutely cannot price yourself below this point because you are not making money if you do that. And that's the break-even price point. Now, the artsy part is then how much above that point do you price yourself? And then that's where it becomes a bit more, you know, a bit less scientific and a bit more based on, okay, what does my, dem- what does my target audience look for? Um, what do I have to offer in my studio? How can I value that? What is the value of that in the market, in the marketplace? And, you know, perceived value plays heavily into that pricing decision. Yes, you want to make sure that you're not priced way out of line with competition. I'm not saying that at all, but let's be clear, your competition should not be the ones to set your price. They may not have done some of this work that I'm talking about today. In fact, it's very possible they haven't. So I would not encourage you to just look at your competition to price your services. Okay. Your price should be a reflection of the incredible experience and the results that you offer your studio clients inside of your business. Now, what is perceived value? Well, perceived value is driven by the experience that your clients have inside of your studio, the benefits that your clients receive and what your clients get from you that they can't get anywhere else. Remember, you are not selling a single session. 
you are building a relationship, a long-term relationship with your clients. You are selling health, wellness, vitality, community, longevity, agility, mobility, all of these amazing things that help people to live a happier, healthier life. And that is worth a lot of money, right? And can you charge a premium for that? Yes, you absolutely can. And you should, if you can. Okay. So whatever you decide to charge for your services, I want to make sure I want to share with you that, that you really be thoughtful about considering both of these kind of sides of the coin, the scientific part, the data, the numbers, alongside making sure that you are charging based off of the experience that you provide, right? And make sure that you arrive at that price by considering all of the benefits your clients receive from moving with you and set your price based on that value that you deliver. And when you do that and you focus on that, that is also what your clients will focus on too. And you'll find that you will attract people into your studio that will stay with you because they appreciate and understand the value that you really deliver. And that that is why they will keep coming back and they will be happy to pay for the incredible value that you deliver because they see it and they understand it. If you focus on price, that's where your clients will focus too. And if you need to increase your price, you'll find you have a lot more sensitivity to that in your studio. So there you have it. Um, When it comes to the long-term vitality and sustainability of your fitness studio, one of the most important decisions you'll make is how to price your services. And like I said, it is a bit of an art and a bit of a science for every studio business. And it it can be a very challenging, um, challenging to, to get comfortable with this with your pricing and challenging to be able to talk it through. But I really encourage you to take the time to think about how you're going to present your pricing, what that looks like and feels like to you. And don't be scared of pricing yourself just that little bit higher than you feel comfortable with. Okay. I don't want to see you devaluing your services for yourself, your teachers, but for, or even the industry as a whole, the work that you do is so incredibly important and so incredibly needed. So I want to make sure that you are pricing yourself at exactly the right place. So I hope this was helpful to you as you go ahead and think about pricing your services and your offers inside of your studio or your online business. And I hope that, um, that you will be able to use a little bit of what we share today to think about how you can um, perhaps make some changes and adjustments perhaps to your pricing. Now, if you've loved what you've heard here today, I would be really appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It will mean a ton to me, but it also mean that um, we can get the podcast and this episode out into our community so that more teachers and business owners and studio owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.